2: Uh, welcome, Thursday, Lori Angelia Show. My talk On Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We do want to also quickly thank everybody that attended last night's Cat Video Festival. A wonderful time was had by all, especially the man in the cat pants who was dancing all over the stadium.
3: He had a blast. Oh, what my did? gosh. Hamster. I remember him from last year. I, I cannot. But that is such a big hit. So it was fun meeting everybody who was out there last night. We always get the you know, the good sunshine. Oh, yeah, hot the- as balls out yes. there, my word. I think yeah. someone even said we had more people than they usually have at Saints games. Oh, very Yeah, uh-huh. yeah it, was,
4: it, was, uh, it was super fun. Even though, you know, part of us were like, oh, there's so many um, people here, but there was plenty of shade. And, you know, you're were- kind of able to... Get some place. I get the biggest. That's a great kit. place to have an event. Well, it's a great. I love when DJ Hamster Dance started playing, and the kids just like flocked out. Yep. kids love to dance. They really do. And they just don't have the opportunity in a big, wide setting like that with a real professional playing the tunes. All right, so I I'm driving Casey to this uh, doctor appointment this morning because he mm-hmm. needs a driver. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, I thought I was in the car with you. And, you know, people always say to me, you know, how come Casey never comes to any of the, I want to see Casey. And I just always say, Julia is the man, uh, the girly version of him and he is the manly version of her. So he's, we're having a conversation and it's word guessing game. Like you and I do sometimes. Yep. Very good at uh, yep, deciphering what We can get it mean. there after three or four clues. So he wants to talk to me about somebody and he says, you know who I'm talking about. And I said, well, give me a clue. He says, you know, you know. Papa Pizza. And I said, oh, I Papa I Murphy's? And he goes, No, no, the other guy, the Papa Pizza guy. I go, Papa John's?
3: John's? Yeah. He goes, Yes. I'm
4: like,
2: Papa Pizza.
3: Oh, oh yeah. I totally. It's a comp- but it, it does. I oh, have a pizza. He
4: couldn't think of the guy's name. Anyway, I was, and then by the time we got through all that, I said, Well, what did you want to say about him? He goes, Well, I don't know. He owns 29% of the company. Yeah. He does. He does own 29% of the company.
3: Oh, Lord. Anyway, for a minute,
4: I thought you were in the car with me. No,
3: I wasn't there. I would
4: have I would have guessed it sooner if it was you with your clues. You, you would. We're good I at would've. that. Yeah, we really are. So, uh, Apparently, the Beyonce Jay Z. Here's the headline from the strip. They make summer lemonade. 40,000 people were there, which is what she had down the street at TCF Bay yep. Stadium two yep. years ago. And they did tear, tear through four, 40 songs, and um, they've performed here both before. We've yep. never together. And uh, so, anyway, I guess it was um, really like kind of just wow. The middle big splashy production, really fun. Yeah. People came from all over. John Bream found people that had come from the East Coast and the West Coast. You know, maybe it was easier to get tickets
3: here to here. the
4: Twin Cities, right? And uh I guess they ride an elevator down the middle of their four story video screen and massive stage together. Yeah, so, that's
3: how they always started. We've yeah, seen kind we of have. that.
4: Here's here's it's a halfway. They're halfway through. There's thirty six City on the Run 2 tour.
3: Here's what I got from a friend who was there. It was a visual, it was an amazing masterpiece. Visually stunning and the music was amazing. Live band and her wardrobe was OMG. They complimented each other, never a dull moment.
4: Yeah. I bet it was fun to see. Here's how Chris He said it might sound crazy, but love really was all around by the show's end because, of course, they're singing both their songs, um, you know, about Lemonade, you know, Becky with the good hair, all of that. Right. So the cheating songs and he, right. you know, all of that. So um, whether the audience bought his lines, fans did seem to buy the United Front, the mostly 200 plus tickets they bought, did provide a lot of bang for their buck. $200, yeah. And yeah, the, the last half hour of the show was just... Run the World, Girls, Show Me What You Got, Crazy in Love. Hit, know. hit, 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 hit. Hit, hit, hit. And she fun. did that at TCF. That was yeah. 2016. That was such a fun So show. fun.
3: Um, And Charlie Puth, I hear, was a great concert as well. Lots going on last night. I know. A lot The, a lot the a downtowns
4: lot were busted booming. out, but I was so uh, just hot. And for, you know, when I got home, and I just wanted to sit. Casey had the air conditioning on and... I had kind of I was like, oh god, I, I I think I'm kind of packed for, um, you know, going to the blues fest um, on Friday, and so I said, oh let's, just, I said, let's watch this show on AMC, and they had teased it and teased it and teased it during Better Call Saul, yeah. and I'd heard Wyatt Russell, who's the star of this show called Lodge Forty Nine, uh, I saw him being interviewed, and he's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hans. child Uh, child together they just had the one and he's 32 oh my gosh it was it was so quirky and weird and sweet
3: well give us the setup sort of well okay because it just started on amc yeah
4: it just started on amc and it's a he plays this dim but genial beach bum okay. that kind of reminds you of the dude character in the Big Lebowski. Yeah. is this
2: character named Dud or something? Dud. Dud. Mm-hmm. His name
4: is Sean Dud Dudley. Sean Dud Dudley. He's very, <laughs> very, has very modest ambitions, okay? Okay. <laughs> and he's determined not to get hung up on the whole money thing, but when we meet him, he's kind of, he's really... Doesn't have a home. He's sort of crashing at his apartment that he got kicked out of. Okay. His father's dead. The pool supply store they ran together has gone under. And if he's not sleeping in his car, maybe he's sleeping in this apartment that he got kicked out of or right. his sister's couch. An injury has prevented him from surfing, which is his passion. And he's finds this ring for this place called the, the the guy that he, like, finds stuff and sells it to, you know, the pawning place. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, that's, that's the lodge. That's right down on the corner of whatever. And he's like, I've never even noticed that place. And he walks in, and he just feels like he's at home. And it's just kind of a story of quirky characters. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I know for sure I'll give it a couple more episodes. But I really, I kind of like the first one. He looks so much like kurt russell in his eyes yeah he does especially in the matthew
3: um roush you know matt roush from from, tv guy yeah he said it's full of weirdness and wonder and he loves it yeah so it sounds and it's called lodge 49 lodge people want to watch it
4: yeah it was on
3: amc and
4: it's just i i I, he was he seems like i just there was something very endearing about his character and it was just kind of you know, mm-hmm. not a violent show. Right. Not a, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have any of the usual things. But it's just I think it's going it doesn't to doesn't
3: have the usual things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people I, I think
4: if you're patient with it and just let the story kind of go, but there's yeah. a scene at the end that just really sold it for me. So oh, I good. am giving that thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And of course, luckily for me, it's not on Netflix. So if Casey does drop out, <laughs> right. I'm not stranded on the Netflix <laughs> highway. Cause I've got it on the DVR. There you go. Yeah, that's lucky. I know. Cause I Donnie, I feel like he's waffling on Castle Rock, and oh, I love no, that on is, Hulu. Is it really?
2: This has to stop. It
4: really does. He's such Castle a dog. God, Castle Rock way. on Hulu,
2: which it's is so the Stephen
4: King anthology oh, yeah. with Sissy Spacek. With
2: Julia, no, it,
4: it's good. It's oh, it's last night. It's, it's a light. psychological Whoa. thriller. Yeah. Is what it is. It's not so. It's not murder mayhem. At least okay. not yet okay well, well
3: i I'm, I'm okay yeah i i, Maybe, can't I didn't see the anything. fifth episode okay.
4: yeah
2: i was just gonna say
3: <laughs> yeah there's probably murder and mayhem coming up
4: right you know knowing stephen king anyway but Sissy SpaceX, it's great to see her and no kidding how about scott
2: Scott glenn scott glenn from for a long time apollo
4: 13 he he looks like uh, now we know what billy bob is gonna look like in 10 That's years right.
5: <laughs> oh my billy gosh he
3: i always thought scott glenn wasn't he kung fu.
2: No, 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 no. He no, looks like the guy that's, that played... That's David Carradine. Yeah,
3: but they he looks, do kind of look he alike. He looks like yeah. David Carradine, who we know passed away. Yeah. Um, but he does look like him.
4: Doesn't he? He's just Whoa. so thin and yeah, he's he kind of got this wild hair. But that, yeah. I mean, that's for the character. But yeah. I, I do love seeing Sissy Spacek. I mean...
2: Yeah, she, she's, she's wonderful. Guess,
4: All right, yeah. listen, we come back, it's our story we can't get... Hello. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday afternoon. Why are we playing Hello Dolly? Well, because Bette Midler, Tony Award winner Bette Midler, appeared on Good Morning America in a one-on-one interview with Robin Roberts to mark her return to Broadway's Hello Dolly, which ends August 25th, if you are going to Easy, New York yeah. City,
3: just saw Jason and Colin. Just saw him this past weekend, and loved it. Loved he it. said it's her. Yeah. You know, it's all about her.
4: Yeah. So, Roger Friedman had said that Bernadette Peters and uh, who's the alias dad. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that yeah. that was just an Victor unbelievable, Garber. Victor Garber was, was unbelievable because Bernadette Peters is a real. Yeah, well, she's done a lot of theater and stuff like that. And whereas, uh, but I mean, Bette Midler won a Tony. Yeah, you know, she for, did. So here. Here, let's hear from uh, Bette Midler about Hello, Dolly.
5: Bette Midler returns to Broadway to star in Hello, Dolly, a role the Tony winner says is one of the highlights of her life. How is it being back? It's been a real
1: thrill, I have to say. Uh, I left uh, in January. I had a, had a, a year's run, did 242 performances. I was very, 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 very tired. I literally crawled out, crawled off the stage the last performance. But I had a few months to recover and uh it's a brilliant show. The cast is brilliant. So I was excited to come back, because I love them, and I missed them, and I missed the crowds. And I missed her. I missed Dolly. Mm. She's a wonderful confection. She really is. People put their heart and soul into this into this production. It's American. It's in, in the American DNA. They know it, whether they know it
5: or not. You said it is one of the greatest experiences of your life. It was. What, it what was the, one of
1: the highlights of my life. What I've makes- had many highlights. I've been very, very lucky. Well, I don't sing the greatest. I don't, that's the greatest but I'm raucous and I have I give people a good time and I think people really like to have a good time I think that piece of Americana has been missing for so long in a way I'm just Florence Nightingale
4: <laughs> that's my mission and she did tell Robin she said I honestly I should have paid people I've had so much fun and oh. now she only has you know three, three weeks three left. weeks yeah. left of the show and I think she came back just last week yeah
3: and I think we'll get to it in some of our... Do we have other clips Yeah, we tomorrow? do. Uh, right.
4: Because it's the 30th anniversary of Beaches, people. I know it is. Here we go.
5: An artist like no other, from the Broadway stage to the silver screen, Midler's wildly diverse career has brought decades of divine performances.
1: Beaches has reached 30? 30! Amazing. It still makes us ugly cry. Aww. It still makes us ugly cry. Oh, you're Why, why
5: do you Why do you think it, after its time with Well, I think it's because it
1: touched a chord in a lot of women. You know, they had best friends, and their best friends Everybody drifted away, so or so things funny. happen. You know how life is. Mm. It just gets in the way of all the fun. And the song too, "The Wind Beneath My Wings," mm. which
4: was an anthem to that.
1: Did you ever know that you're my
5: hero?
4: Oh my gosh, that song.
3: Oh, that movie. That was a tear darker, Barbara Hershey. That was the first time we really saw someone had plump lips. Yes, you're right. Because she had them in that movie. No, I remember whatever year we're that like, was. like, what happened? The that mid-80s. was the very first time we saw someone. It was Barbara Hershey. And we're just like, whoa. whoa. Somebody took a plunge lips. she was an lips. early
4: adapter, so whatever oh, yes. she used kind of stretched out oh, her she lips. Looked she looked so did.
3: funny with them. And then yeah. we, Melanie Griffith and Lisa Renner followed shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, I remember that.
4: All right, let's see uh, the last one from Bette Midler, uh, just more about Dolly.
5: Have you learned anything new about yourself with this experience? The experience of doing this
1: show changed my life, really. Changed my intellectual life, changed my physical life, and uh, I couldn't. I can't say enough. I should have paid them.
5: Just don't tell them. <laughs> I, know, I know. We'll, we'll <laughs> cut that out. To hear you say that, even after all that you've accomplished, that you how you approach this and you found something new. I. Well, you know, I think.
1: that's the only way you can approach it. I think boredom is the worst thing in the whole world because the planet is so full of magic, and you must find it. You must find the magic.
5: For Midler, it's no surprise one of the places she finds magic, music.
1: What's your favorite song? I think my favorite song is probably Stardust. I love Stardust. I love the verse to Stardust, and now the Purple Dust of Twilight. I can't help. Beautiful,
5: oh, beautiful song. This is this is the beauty of you. You make uh-huh. us laugh. You make us cry. You laugh and cry. I With sure us. do. This is why we need you. We can just sit I in f- our seat, forget
1: watch. and forget, let it go, let it, let it put it, leave it outside the door, and just have have your joy. How can I stay away from something like that?
4: And of course, oh. Stardust uh, was written by Hoagie Carmichael and then recorded by a gazillion people. Willie Nelson put that's it out there. That's the
2: version they were playing underneath. They were playing I think, Willie's version. Yeah, they were. On that clip.
4: They were. Yeah. So I I just remember, I think, mm, I feel like we maybe at an her. anniversary celebration that I went to, the couple danced the Willie Nelson Stardust. That was like oh. their
3: song. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, you know, we. She's so sweet. She is, and it looks like she's got gray hair. It looks like she doesn't color her hair anymore. Well, she's got some uh, strawberry blonde in it. It looks like, yeah, I think kind of lavender. She was, you know, her quote about boredom being the worst thing in the Mm -hmm. world. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, Mm -hmm. me too. I would agree. Different
4: from being relaxing, right? But just being endlessly bored, right? Never. You got to have some purpose. You got to have
3: purpose. Exactly. I thought that was just kind of telling. Some other Broadway news: Um, Snoop Dogg
4: and Tamar Braxton are going to star in a new musical called "Redemption of a Dog." Double G, Um, (laughs) Mark Ballas, Dancing with the Stars, he's going to take over uh, the lead in "Kinky Boots." Oh, he is. Okay, for a couple months. And Tootsie, the music, the musical musical is uh, got its Broadway uh dates it's going to premiere in chicago for a month september 11th and then move on over to um new york city move over to new york city i wonder what's going on with the share show that's what i was just
3: thinking i'm wondering where in limbo is the share show are they making the edits they heard me demand and
4: that share demanded
3: i know um, also, uh, the
4: Tony-winning Torch Song Trilogy producer John Glein, died at 84. Mm. He was the first person to thank a same-sex partner in an acceptance speech at a major awards show. Whoa. He was 84 oh. years old, mm. so that's just kind of a a notable, you know, obituary. Um, so, and that that won the Tony Award for Best Play in 1983.
3: Wow. Towards okay. Them.
4: Yeah. What's it saying about sharing? Um.
3: Let's see. I'm trying to find the status of um the oh. share. Oh, because it's coming to a close in Chicago. Yes, it is. If it hasn't Up already on the closed. the share show arrives on Broadway, and this is was written August third. All right. Um. But we'll see.
2: Do you have any dates?
3: Uh. September. Oh my God! They are going to have to work on it, people. Well, they've. They my God! I'm all stressed on... out for them. <laughs> Well, it's up on the marquee. It's at the Neil Simon Theater, and underneath it says, "Let's do this, bitches!" Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh! Mm -hmm. Hurry up and make the changes. You know they have. You know, you know they've been
4: probably making changes every single night. And let's hope that they're as big as you have thought that they should oh. be. And
2: share. Oh. It looks like, guys, it doesn't start until November 1st. Yeah, yeah.
4: So they have a lot of time. So they have time. They have a lot of time. And take a look at Tom Hardy, who's Al Capone. And apparently this is the Al Capone who was suffering from syphilis. If you take a look at his lips. It just said his
0: everything. You know, they did. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Now, now? Trending online this afternoon would be the latest cover of Entertainment Weekly featuring Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Of course, they're starring in the whatever iteration of A Star Is Born. And that movie is out in theaters later this fall. Also, share Trending, she is releasing an album full of ABBA covers and we have our first glimpse of that album from the song Gimme 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 the album called Dancing Queen out next month and also trending oh man if you have not seen the video of the quote funky white sister doing her cover of Missy Elliott's song Work It well you should go on the internet and seek that out it has gone viral and it is quite entertaining also trending online this afternoon would be the continuing divorce battle between Angelina Jolie and brad pitt uh, now someone is alleging that uh brad pitt's drinking and anger forced angelina jolie to get a new home and a new attorney oh my goodness the uh, drama continues yep <laughs> thank you donnie for that observation that's all i have on that all right great that's what's
2: turning here at my talk Our right, weather is brought to you by the midwest luxury home tour clear sky 66 tonight another beautiful day coming up tomorrow it'll be sunny for your friday with a high of 88 and we're 89 right now at my talk
0: now you know what we know. See more at my talk one oh seven one. I'll never be the same. I'll never
3: be safe.
4: Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, We've got to talk about this, Julia. Yesterday, the big changes were announced uh, coming to the Academy Award and the promise of a shorter ceremony and a new date. But the thing that caused the backlash Was is the addition of the popular film
3: category. Yes. People. That, that they didn't even define. And just kind of went out with it and said, TBD, more to come later. It's
4: like, okay, you can win the popular Oscar, but it doesn't mean you're very good. Here's the story from
6: <laughs> today's show. This morning, a major Hollywood reboot. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the group in charge of the Oscars, announcing big changes to Tinseltown's biggest night. Man, right. A shorter three-hour broadcast, a new category honoring popular films, and an earlier air date for the 2020 ceremony. The moves viewed by many as an attempt to boost sagging ratings for a show that suffered record low viewership this year. The Academy had to do something because
2: fewer people were watching this show and it's because they're just not familiar with the films in contention and some of the categories that they're not interested in.
6: Perhaps the biggest change, that new award celebrating achievement in popular film. The exact details and requirements have not been released, but some say it could guarantee recognition for blockbusters like Black Panther. In Avengers Infinity War, the two biggest box office hits this past year. Others fear it could limit their chances in other categories. This decision really has not gone over well in Hollywood. People are, to put it mildly, outraged. The idea is getting mixed reviews from moviegoers.
4: A lot of people can like something, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good.
0: There's a place for the best picture and then there's a place for for the most popular as well.
6: It's the Oscars. Also making waves, some awards will not be shown live but instead handed out during commercial breaks. One industry insider telling the Hollywood Reporter, I'm afraid this will end up being a little demeaning. We'll just have to wait and see how this Hollywood ending turns out. One argument for that new popular film category is that many folks have not seen most of the best picture nominees, many of them critically acclaimed, but not generating a lot of box office interest. More than a dozen movies this year have grossed at least $100 million domestically, but last year's big winner, The Shape of Water, didn't even come close to that mark.
4: Okay, so... So here's uh, one. The editor at large of the playlist said uh, it's truly something in the year of Black Panther, a movie made about just about entirely by and with black people, grosses seven hundred million, and yeah. the Academy's reaction is we need to invent something separate but equal. So that there's some of the backlash because they feel like oh how can we recognize Black Panther? So there's that also. That in the past ten years there've been a number of hundred million dollar uh, movies nominated for best picture like gravity dunkirk get yep. out toy story 3 the help la, revenant la, 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 la. argo one the king's speech one mm-hmm. slum dog millionaire i mean the academy's biggest problem is that uh, their biggest voting block is over 70 white dudes yeah and that's they can't they only want to give awards to certain things mm-hmm. and we see that all the time um and so it just kind of, uh, someone from Variety said it feels very pandering, like here's your special Oscar for being popular, but you weren't good enough to get a real Oscar. And that's yes, kind of what well said. everyone well said. is like, just having well, a fit. That's the biggest yes. thing they're having a fit about. And then the second thing is the Academy For 2020, making the date be the date that's always the Grammys, that there's too many award shows. And really, why can't... the Really, the award show, the big four are the Globes, the SAGs, the BAFTAs, the Oscars. Mm -hmm. All these other ones, you know, really, so what, who cares? I mean, that's really all we need. But um, anyway...
2: And the BAFTAs are moving theirs up.
4: Yes, yes. So anyway, everyone is
3: going to, it's going to be, they're (laughs) going to fly after that to go there. It's a lot of stuff, but here's the deal. ABC owns the rights to the Oscars through 2028. Yeah. ABC feels it's owed. This money award, they say, is simply something ABC Disney. The popular film award. um, Feels like it's something that it's owed. It stinks something other than the money, but they said a film such as Ryan Cole kogler's black panther deserves serious recognition so did the dark Knight a decade ago yeah which it did i thought that yeah. was the best book i mean I'd black ever panther seen. could
4: be nominated For as best the picture. best picture it doesn't right. need to right. be separated out into but if the, you
3: look at the past two to three years it's all been really smaller you know movies well get out made over a
4: hundred million dollars that was nominated that is not all, all okay. true i just gave you an example no, of understand. all the movies okay so that that one doesn't wash. The thing that people are upset about in Hollywood is that how are you going to define the popular? And is yes, this, so this just is a popular, way yeah. to kiss Disney's ass?
3: And it, that's yeah. what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. And well, might you be.
4: didn't quite say it well, that way. because yeah.
5: I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know,
4: you're beating
2: uh, around the bush there. Let me just uh, throw in something here. This is a film critic for Variety. Are the legions of blockbuster fans who more and more and more don't even bother to tune into the Oscars... Really going to watch all of a sudden because there is now one category yeah. devoted to their movies. No, no it won't. It, no,
3: it isn't. And it, I don't Ryan. even know that it's those type of movies, too, that have to be blockbusters. What does I blockbuster think they' mean? $250 million? I think they
4: shouldn't have made that announcement until they worked ready. it out. They weren't ready. Rob Lowe tweeted yesterday... The film business passed away today with the announcement of the popular film Oscar. It had been in poor health for a number of years. It has survived by sequels, tent poles, and vertical integration. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, this director, other director, tweeted that the popular film award is a ghetto and will be perceived that way. Yeah. it will be have the. They're going to have the to star. Yeah.
3: They didn't, and that's the thing with getting this announcement out right away.
4: Why didn't they just announce the two things, shortening it and the date thing? Yeah. And then figure out the other thing together. I guess they thought it would leak out because the board, you know, voted voted on on it. it. Anyway, so.
2: Also, they pointed out that a movie could be nominated in both categories, Mm -hmm. in effect, competing against itself.
4: They did not think this through, did they? Well, the other thing that um, immediately the fashion world thought of when they announced the oh, moved up date in 2020 is the, the, the fashion for the people trying to get their free gowns is going to be tight, tight, tight. Mm-hmm. Because you've got them all right in a row. Because New York Fashion Week begins February 6th. Which means the new Oscars will fall during in 2020, will fall during that week. And that is when a lot of the A list people have their Gowns stylists
3: going. are looking
4: to pick a gown from New York Fashion Week to have the most. Um, um,
3: I think it's too many shows. It's yeah. just too many darn shows. And I feel that way about music too. Mm. I mean, there is, um, it's just too many shows. There was, what was on last night? The Country War. Country, CMA Fest. Yeah, CMA Fest was broadcast live. But that was fine. That wasn't an award show or anything. Mm-mm. But I'm just thinking with, when the awards get started, the Directors Guild, the Producers Guild, the Foreign, the Foreign Film is the Golden Globes. But then there's the, yeah, the, the this, the that. Critics' Choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Which, a lot of work for the, all those entertainment reporters, and it's a lot of work for the stars who are nominating each of them. Yeah. Not I guess to get they, burnt out.
4: I guess the first Academy Awards in 1929. They
3: had a popular
4: vote. they They had the Outstanding Picture and then the Unique and Artistic
3: yeah. Picture. And it only lasted a year.
4: Yeah. And, I, you know, it's like, why don't they maybe make it the Unique and Artistic pic- Picture category and just have all the, you know... Through, for, I would have gone
3: that way instead that of popular, because popular just feels like such a sellout. Yeah, yeah. like
4: they could have done that to maybe mm-hmm. recognize, I don't know. Okay, I'm we'll
2: play devil's advocate Okay, here. play
3: devil's advocate.
2: La La Land was considered unique and artistic, yeah, but it that's was also true. popular. Yeah,
3: you're right. All right. <laughs> so that would have won in both categories. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can't, we cannot. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They did the one thing that people wanted, make the damn thing shorter, and don't bore us with all those, give those things.
4: Yeah. Those well, categories. Well, I think what they could get rid of is some of the fakakta monologues and dumb bits that go out throughout the show that kind of go on forever
3: it's an entertainment show though they have to entertain well, they us have somehow they have to have a
4: little bit but they do a lot of Show, you know, they do an awful lot of... Everybody has already seen the movie. Do they really need to show a
3: whole minute of each... Recap and have someone come up on the stage and talk about it? Yeah,
4: to me, I mean, they could make some edits that way, and they probably will, but basically they're, you know, we're going to still get... I mean, we're never going to get Rob Lowe singing, you know, with Snow White again.
3: (laughs) I, I... yeah, I want to be entertained, though. So what yeah, they have to keep it entertaining and figure out what to do after that. So. Um,
4: yeah, no, the other categories Oscars can add if they get desperate. This was kind of funny. Um, best Picture with a Single-Digit Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> Possible Contenders would be the Emoji Movie, Gotti, Speed 2, Cruise Control. They could have a Best Adam Sandler
3: movie. You know what would be funny? <laughs> if they had um, highest earnings with a, the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score.
4: Yeah. Oh, I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, best Performance by a Pet in a Supporting Role. Best Reboot. Best Performance in a Meryl Streep Film that's not Meryl Streep. And Best Sequel. Mm-hmm. So that was just There's somebody snarky. There's a lot of going out oh. there. I know. As good so. as any. Anyway, alright, listen. We come back. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. The Dune. The Lady of the Dunes. Do you know who that is? Have you heard about it? It has to do with Jaws. We'll be right back. jaws music because it is not 1976
3: it is not
4: Uh, but what What was it 75
2: 75
4: there is a mystery that um i think this just needs to be explained how does a long unknown cape cod murder victim tie in to jaws we will let Uh, One of the reporters from the Today Show explained. Okay.
7: This morning, a new clue in a murder mystery coming from a famous killer shark. A theory now suggesting the victim of a 1970s Cape Cod cold case actually appeared as an extra... In Steven Spielberg's classic thriller, Jaws, the movie, filming just 100 miles away in Martha's Vineyard that same summer. This particular woman bears a shocking resemblance in appearance and wardrobe to the murder victim. And that that it is the same general location in the summer of Jaws. The otherwise unassuming extra catching the eye of strange weather author Joe Hill, who is also the son of horror author Stephen King. Hill said he put the pieces together in 2015 after seeing a composite of the victim and rewatching one of his favorite films on the big screen. Suddenly I tingled all over and came halfway out of my seat. And for just the barest of a moment, I thought I had seen her. The Lady of the Dunes case dates back to July 1974, a girl was walking her dog on a Provincetown beach when she stumbled upon the body of a naked woman, likely killed days or weeks before the woman's hands were missing her head nearly severed the left side of her skull crushed no weapons were found at the scene just the woman's body on a beach towel her head resting on folded jeans and a bandana no one has ever come forward to claim her no one has ever said she was my daughter uh, she was my ex-wife investigators have reportedly tried different ways over the years to identify the lady of the dunes coming out with a new composite in 2010 hill has not spoken with current investigators who have not responded to our request for comment, but he says they have received his tip. Hill admits this may be a case of him falling for one of his own tall tales. Part of me thinks that my subconscious mind is so programmed, so trained to quickly generate
6: ghost stories that that's all I've done here.
7: Warren Tobias, who was the lead detective on the case for 20 years, shares Hill's skepticism. I have to admit, there is definitely a resemblance there. So, yeah, it's possible, but there were probably hundreds of thousands of women who dressed that way. Fact or fiction, Hill's theory is bringing new heat to the cold case. <laughs> so, what
3: they so like want to, to do, what Hill wants to do, well,
4: they show it. We, yeah. couldn't, we can't show it, but. I they- saw the picture. She looks like. A, an extra that's right. in in the scene, you know. Are they and just bothered of,
5: that
3: no one's ever
4: identified this person? Yes, that's what Joe Hill. Yeah. Um, he said, you know, she is somebody. She does. She's someone's daughter. It would matter to the people in law enforcement. Right. Forty four years, it's been a cold case, and so he would like to see the DNA submitted to a genealogical database oh, sure. oh. to possibly now you can do that track down that's her relatives. Ooh. And um, he uh, they call it. I mean, even though. We didn't haven't heard about the Lady of the Dunes, but on the northeast there, they've known it. They call it the Holy Grail of unsolved mysteries. crimes and mysteries because the fact that no one, if she didn't match any description of anyone who said uh, my daughter is missing, missing or whatever. How old
3: is she? Do they even? think? They think
4: early thirties. Okay. Um. So anyway, in this uh, Joe Hill Stephen King's um son, he watches Jaws. Every single summer since <laughs> I believe he was a kid. He and just he looks, loves to watch it. He looks, he looks
3: identical to his dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Identical. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I will say, if you like Stephen King books, read Joe Hill. Yeah. They're fabulous books. They yeah. are. He's uh-huh. as good as his
4: dad. Good, or, as good as his dad. Yeah. yeah. He he loves Joe. He's watched it every summer since he was nine. He said, especially in New England, it's the cinema, what Moby Dick is to American literature. So, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, and uh, so anyway, the uh, Otter Ideas have cracked cold cases. Okay. And that's why if you see anywhere in the news, this Lady, Lady of the, the Dunes, Dunes, that's what it is. It's not a new book for National Book Day or anything like that. It is, it is a theory of uh, ghost story writer Joe Hill. And he, he uses that pen name because it's a contraction of his middle name, Hillstrom. And he didn't want to be king. Right. He wanted his books to be accepted. I understand that. That Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, Jaws, based on the Peter Benchley novel. Yes. So good. I love that movie. I watch that movie anytime it's on. It's like dirty dancing. I just stop.
3: If I water. see it. Really? It oh, I love I had, it. No, I had the worst experience. Oh, I hated that movie when oh, I saw it. I gosh, was scared I was... forever. Okay,
4: uh, Julia, should we pool our money and get Marilyn Monroe's dress from the seven-year itch, the one she How much are the they asking? How much are they asking? Don't know. The auction starts in Beverly Hills August 18th. It's, uh, uh, it is one of uh, a version of the dress made by the original designer, Bill Travilla, and it has been on tour and exhibits. And it is up for Remember sale.
3: When we s- visited Marilyn, the traveling Marilyn Monroe in Chicago, Monroe. That, that thing is still making going the, around, going, going around the country. yeah. Because wherever
4: it was last, the office building that was right by it was mad because they her butt you know was they, facing them, facing oh, them. Come on. I know it isn't that silly. <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, there's some other Marilyn Monroe um, personal childhood photographs, fifteen different costumes she wore. In movies. Nice. Um, a photo that she provided to this um, 20th Century Fox exec, Ben Lyon, who is the one who provided Marilyn to her as a name because her name was Norma Jean yes, Mortensen. Of course. And uh, he thought her name should be um, something similar. She used her mom's maiden name, Monroe, and Ben Lyon said Marilyn. Marilyn. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anyway, so that is what right, is going so on in so I want you to Hollywood speak. Please. This.
3: Okay, so all we are seeing right now are pictures every single place Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez go.
4: Yeah, in Capri I, and Positano. Yeah, everywhere
3: mm-hmm. they are. But it looks like someone's taking their picture. Like they've got a photographer going with them. To capture all these moments. Oh no. There's,
4: there's so much paparazzi in July and August in that do you area. Think so? Oh yeah, because we see everybody. They get the long telephone lens right. well, on their bones. You can
3: see their fabulous life on two fab. Yeah. Yeah. That and I did ask one of my kids today mm-hmm. um what they thought we were talking about dopers and cheaters, you know, in the sports Alexander, world. Yes, and I yeah. said, What about Alex? Oh, he's Gross. he's never he's gross he's gross mom and i mm. said well everyone seems to like him on and ES, what espn broadcasts or whatever yeah
2: he's. He does no he's
3: terrible mom really oh, my oh. kids don't have any respect for him yeah at all well they're good uh, temperature i guess well i guess you but know? it was kind of funny because i keep having that affliction like i don't want her with this himbo jennifer lopez yeah
4: she's been with far bigger himbos Oliver of her dancers that little bear Casper. I, I mean, know. he couldn't have been more of a himbo girl, he, but he she likes him. He, he at, at least le-
3: has a bank account.
4: That's right. He bank. has his own money. He's equal to her in that way. Yes yeah. And other than, you know, being with Mark Anthony and remember like, like, Four years ago or whatever, she sued her first husband. He had to pay her. Remember, he was going to write the tell-all book. Oh, that was in like yeah. 2006
3: or seven. Two
4: 2015. Chris something? Yeah, it was 2015. 100%. I just was heard it, it on one of our sister shows here on the radio station. Doing a little, uh, but they game. weren't
3: married. I mean, no, mean he, won, he they got divorced in like two thousand. Way, way long yeah. ago.
4: Way yeah. long ago. Might have been in, even in the nineties. Right. I think when she was married to her first husband, and would mm-hmm. have been the nineties. But that settlement happened in twenty fifteen when he was shopping that book. That's right. So, um, all right, we've got another biopic coming out, Julia. What's it on? Well, um, cosmetics pioneer Helena Rubinstein is getting a movie about her life she's i guess has an amazing life story because she was a a a polish australian uh uh immigrant and just oversaw an empire with booming salons in london and new york and blah 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 so i think that i'd go to that one yeah i'd watch that and then fox searchlight is developing the scotty bowers biopic Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So there's the documentary that's out, and now they're doing a movie. Wow. A movie movie. And Scotty Bowers is, kind of was... If you need a tell-all juicy biography, it's called Full Service, My Adventures in Hollywood and the Secret Sex Lives of the Star extensive claims about the sex lives you will need to pick up your jaw off the floor it is juicy you've given us a peek into him on Vintage Scandal oh yeah I I just Uh I love that book I Uh read through that book anyway if you need a book for National Book Day there is a pick for you if you need some gossip